The following is a sponsored program on 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this program are solely those of the individuals or participants involved and do not necessarily represent those of Braden Madison Broadcasting or its employees. 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program each Sunday morning at 10 AM. Sumner County Spotlight is brought to you exclusively by FNM Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. FNM Bank offers personal banking, business banking, and mortgage loans too. FNM Bank is one of the top independent banks in Tennessee. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, MMLS number 518158. Here's your host for Sumner County Spotlight. Jeff Shannon. Well, good morning. This is Jeff Shannon, your host here for Sumner County Spotlight on this Sunday morning. Of course, sponsored by our friends at FNM Bank at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard, right here in Hendersonville. Well, it's getting close to the, the big celebration, the July 4th uh, celebration, held on July 3rd, by the way, right here at Drake's Creek Park. So I thought it'd be um, just kind of fancy to bring in the director of events, Aaron Morton, with hello, the Hendersonville Chamber. Hello, hello, Jeff. How are you? Well, I'm special. <laughs> well, I, I've been called that anyway, so I don't know what that you means. Are special. But <laughs> let's get a rundown on Freedom Fest because it's so huge and there's so many things mm-hmm. going on. Thought you'd be able to just relate that for us. No, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. And um, so we have Freedom Festival. This is our largest fundraiser that we do all year long. It is to support our Hendersonville teachers and students. That's our mission. And over the past 15 years, we have raised from Freedom Festival over $400,000 to give back to our students and our teachers. Mm -hmm. So we plan to continue to grow that this year. We are super excited about Freedom Festival. We'll have vendors, dozens of food trucks we'll have a kid zone of course live music and it won't be a freedom festival without fireworks <laughs> indeed what time are those going to go off nine o'clock okay so yeah so that's about the right time mm-hmm. it gets dark earlier but we, we still you know wait till about nine o'clock till it gets really dark so you can yes. see it yes no it'll be a 20 to 30 minute fireworks show so get ready it's going to be a great time well and two we're going to be streaming it live right here yes. on uh, WHIN. So yes, the music will sync to the fireworks. So those out on the boat or their helicopters that mm-hmm. might be out at landing on the lake, <laughs> you can tune in and you can listen to it. And that was so, this is our second year doing it with you, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think it's just, uh, it's just kind of special to, to have that. So those folks maybe don't want to get caught in the park and because uh, they always park on the outside area. Absolutely. Now you can just tune in and you can listen. Yes. Mm-hmm. So thank you for partnering with us. Yes. yes. So now we have something else going on the day of Mm -hmm. what might that be well I believe we have a Hendersonville has talent starting at five o'clock okay and so we're gonna have talent there yes and we'll talk about that in a minute Mm -hmm. but what's the what do we have in the lineup as far as entertainment so our entertainment we have Hendersonville has talent for the first hour Mm -hmm. we'll have Timothy James they will be doing an acoustic set Connor McCutcheon and we'll end with guilty pleasures we do have a special performance at the very end by Billy Gaines okay and we'll be ending with Brooke Volan singing the national anthem she's got a great voice she does have a great voice but I might be a little partial well and you I mean you might know her I do know her hmm 
I married her little brother. She is. <laughs> <laughs> and I listened to the, her tape, and because that's a hard song to, to really oh. ramp out. I mean, mm-hmm. it's you know what I'm saying. It. She's phenomenal. And she, I think her voice is strong enough. I think she could have killed that. So. Oh yeah, she's yeah. she's amazing at what she does, and I'm so excited that she's going to be doing it for us this year. Now she she also is on the worship team at Long Hollow. Yes. Okay. She is. Mm. Nice. Yes. They do some great video work over there. Oh my gosh, their production. Yeah. Their production is yeah. amazing at Long Hollow. Yeah, but that's they a, that's a, a great job. facility there. Yeah. <laughs> well, you mentioned uh, Connor McCutcheon. Yes. Well, look to your left. <gasps> there how are you going? Hey, Connor, how's it going? <laughs> doing well, how are you? <laughs> so, Connor is, has agreed to perform at Freedom Festival. You know, I got to tell you something. Uh, what you've done here, I mean, in a short amount of time, I mean, you're making some great headway. Thank you. And you just graduated from college. I did, just graduated um, back in early May from University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. So it's it's good to be back in town. We're all moved back, except for one rolly chair in my apartment. So <laughs> back in Chattanooga. So we're good to go here now in town. Well, I mean, that's great. And uh, what did you study? Uh, I graduated with a degree in marketing, marketing degree. So. Well, how uh, convenient. I know. You're going to need that. It's almost like I might need it, you know. But, uh, <laughs> you can be your, your own uh, merch manager. I know. I know. That's the plan. No, it's um, been great. It's been great being back in town already. Just seeing some close friends and being back. I'm 10 minutes from my family house where I grew up down the road. So mm-hmm. it's been awesome to get back and kind of get grounded with everything here in Nashville. So, so and you didn't just start music a few weeks ago. You, you've mm-hmm. been at this for a while. Yes, sir. I'd, I'd say my earliest interest in it came late high school. I kind of messed around on the guitar a little bit thought I could be maybe the next Ed Sheeran. My interests have since changed. Uh, through college, I kind of gave up on it for a little bit and mm-hmm. um, quit playing, kind of got immersed in the college life and, and you know in my studies and everything. But coming out junior and senior year of college, we really started putting the whole thing together. We started making music, and I uh, had one song called I Want You that we made uh, December of 2019 in my apartment with one of my buddies. Um, just on my MacBook, I used to mess around, but that song got in front of the right people, and uh, my producer Julian Raymond heard it, and uh, we had a lunch meeting, and one thing led to the next, yeah. and we started releasing music uh, back last November. So that was when the first single came out, and started with some acoustic shows here and there in, in Chattanooga, and then, like I said, one thing led to the next, mm-hmm. and the band came together slowly but surely. Now we are where we are. So. Wow. Well, I know Dad was very adamant that you had to finish school before you kicked this thing into high gear, yes. yep. which that's a good thing. Yep. Yep. No, I appreciate the. I appreciate the push for that and mom was a huge part of it too and as much as I would have been like oh let's drop out and go on a world tour you know I'd, it wasn't going to happen yet and I needed to finish school and I'm glad that I did for sure so your mom is a great gardener from what I see yes great gardener and great dancer she used to do ballroom dancing as well so yeah. she's very talented that's very great talented. so the energy that that you've gathered over the years I mean it, it, now it's it's got to be really high energy at this point because things are really starting to happen mm-hmm. uh, and I think you've probably been recording since you got home from school so yes sir that was one thing I was really looking forward to being back in Nashville because as much as I really love the 8 a.m. two and a half hour drives to Nashville and then two and a half hours back to Chattanooga yeah. you know it's nice to have it right in the backyard 20 minutes to get downtown but as soon as we got back um, it was part-time work at on the river but uh, besides that it's been studio most every day just writing with a great group of people that I've found to write with super talented musicians and writers and producers mm-hmm. um, and I'm just blessed to be writing with them but we've got a lot of cool new tracks coming um, a lot of demos are in the works right now so I'm just I'm super excited the energy like you said is up and mm-hmm. we're ready to get this stuff out now do you have somebody that's uh, handling the social media for you um, not quite yet 
We've had some help in the past. Yeah. Uh, Clay Myers has been a huge help with us um, getting everything started, getting the social media rolling. Because back in November, I had little to no social media presence whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I, I would post a picture every six months and be like, oh, this is great. <laughs> but, you know, now with social media and the power of it these days, you got to you gotta post every other day, if not every day on Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff. Um, it's Look, been something to learn. It's been a learning curve for sure. But you I feel can, like I've gotten better at it. You can head over to Station Camp High School. You probably pull one of those kids in there because I know they got computer chips in their brain. Yeah. It's just not something they're born with. Yeah. They can go and code your whole thing. And just, it's crazy. It's yeah, no big deal. It's crazy. And it's like I said, it's been a learning curve for me. And over the past six months, it's really been something I've been trying to grow at. The appearance that you had just recently over at the palace was sold out. I mean, that thing was like jammed out. It was fun, man. You were able to cover a lot of songs in there. People mm-hmm. got, got a chance to, to really see you and, and get that showcase. Mm-hmm. Now, is this the, the band that you're working with right now? This is the one that's on tour with you? I'm not sure if it'll be the band that'll go on tour. Tour. I think it's kind of who we put together right mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm very thankful for all of them for playing with us right now, and that's just what we're working with, and putting on shows as much as we can, and uh, having fun while we're doing it, because I know they all enjoy it, and like I mentioned at the show, it's like it's the energy from the crowd that gives us energy to put on a good show, mm-hmm. so it, it was a blast, and I'm, I'm thankful for everybody that came out. Now, when you're recording, are you using studio musicians, or are you having the band come in and do it? Yes, sir. We're doing studio musicians. Okay, uh, they're just so talented. They learn that song Incredible. faster than I can learn my own song, and it's, I don't even know how that's possible. <laughs> but they sit down with it, look at a piece of paper for a minute, and they're like, all right, let's go record Flawless the whole way through. Yeah. And it's it's incredible. Well, it saves time. It does. That yeah. too. That too. I mean, that and it just makes it sound great. All the tracks feel good when somebody professional is playing on it. At the beginning, what was your vision when all this got started? When it really kicked in, you said, you know what? I think I can do this professionally. Yeah, I think it was just last spring of 2021 when Julie and I were sitting there, my producer in the studio, and it just all it felt like it was one moment coming together. We were sitting in Blackbird Studio downtown, and we were starting to make the first five songs that came out um, and have since four of them have come out uh, over the past year but I think I was just sitting there listening to those songs played back to me with a professional musician in each room and just how cool the experience was I was just sitting there in disbelief the whole day you know I'd go in and do scratch vocals and then I'd get to come out and listen and kind of help Julian direct of mm-hmm. what we wanted to hear in the songs yep. and I was sitting there just like in disbelief that that these people were playing on my songs and that this could be something that turned into a dream of mine so mm-hmm. I, I think it was in that moment and then over the past summer of honing in on playing live and then that's something that I've really gravitated to is if I could play live and my voice would hold out for more than a couple shows a week I'd do it every single day all day I I love performing you know I still get the pre-show jitters and stuff like that but it goes away after a song or two and then it's just it's just a blast so well you know have these musicians I mean they who knows who they played with right I mean it could have been you know with Garth you know a week or so ago and now they're Mm -hmm. in with you so it's right and that's the most incredible thing about it I've sat had been lucky enough to have some Grammy nominated musicians on some of the tracks and they're just they've been they've been great. I think people really don't understand the process that it goes mm-hmm. to to making a professional track. Now yeah. there's plenty of guys on social media and, and ladies that they get on there and they produce it on social media. Right, right. It's a big difference. <laughs> Very big. I mean they Very big. And they, they show people where they're mixing, they play guitar, they lay that track, do mm-hmm. the piano, lay that down. So they're doing everything right. just themselves, which mm-hmm. is pretty talented. Very talented. Which you play yeah. piano as well. Yes. Sir, yeah, yes, sir. So try to. Yeah, I attempt. It. Yeah, I can never figure it out. Um, <laughs> Still learning. But the process of, of making a great song, 
I mean, there's more to it than just going in and, and laying down a vocal or something. Yes, sir. It, yeah, it's it's a process, but it's something that I I love. And really moving to Nashville, I think I've experimented with different groups of riders over the past couple of weeks and couple of months. And it's true when people say that you really have to experiment. And it's kind of like dating. You know, you go out and you try to see who you. You may love the person, you may love them, and but the songs that come out of it just aren't. There aren't going to be hits. Yeah. Um, but we found this group of guys. I'll name them: Nate Kenyon, Blake Bollinger, and Shane Prophet. That every time we get in a room, it feels like you know I may not even contribute that much. It just feels like we just we just write a hit, and it's yeah. just it, this next crop of songs is going to feel really good. And it's it's a process, but it's, it's a fun process when you've got people like that to write with. Now I've heard that you're kind of an exceptional writer, so you you song write as well. I do, I yeah. do, yes, sir. I, I'm more on the melodic side of things. I feel like whenever whenever we're in the writing process, I feel like I'll find a good melody. And my buddy Nate, he just spits these words out of nowhere. And it's incredible to write with him, especially. But these four of the last five songs that we've made demos for um, and are hopefully going to come out very soon have been written with that group of guys. Now, it's really a thing, I guess, when you can really hook with somebody and mm-hmm. you do, you're on the same wavelength, pretty much. Mm-hmm. However, everything, they understand how you vocalize and how, how you're phrasing and all mm-hmm. of that comes out. And they can actually write just for, for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's cool to see, honestly. It's and my buddy Blake Bollinger, he'll be making the track and the song and the music itself while us three are writing and it kind of all organically flows together at the mm-hmm. same time. It's it's cool to be a part of. It really is. Yeah, I mean, it really is fascinating to watch, and I just love the videos that they they take of the recording process. Mm-hmm. So they're they got cameras going on, and how you're putting that stuff together. I mean, it's just like back when the Beatles did that. Yeah, you know, way back, and that same process. Though. It's same it, process. It's so just, interesting to mm-hmm. to really watch that. Then when it's finally done, it's like yes, yes. <laughs> you get to sit back and just be like, we created that. So. I was watching a show with John Carter Cash and Marty Stewart mm-hmm. uh, talking about how they in in the Cash House. The recording little house they have over there. Uh, how so many of those songs were created right there. Yeah, and to, to go through that process uh, uh, of that in such a legendary place. Yeah, and that had to be special. I mean, it, it just you just feel it when you walk into the room. You know, right. be, that'd be incredible. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we have a lot of great uh, studios here in Nashville. Obviously, Music but. City. Music City USA. It, it is. And what what uh, studio are you at? Uh, we did all of our tracks last year at Blackbird Studios mm-hmm. in Nashville. So right now uh, we've been making all the demos out of Blake Bollinger's studio. And okay. and uh, wherever Julian wants to make this next batch of songs is where we'll make them. That's where we'll do it. That's where we'll do it. You call me and I'll be there. Yeah, that's great. Hey, listen, we're going to take a real quick break. Uh, we'll be right back with more of Sumner County Spotlight. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. Well, we're glad you found us here on the Sunday morning at Summer County Spotlight. Uh, Jeff Shannon, right here in the studio. We got Connor McCutcheon in here. Connor, you've been a little busy since leaving school. So, and you just told me you were on the honors list. Yes, it, somehow, you know, we made it happen. Look at you. <laughs> we made it happen. We uh, had a last minute hail mary, and, and we did it. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> it worked. Oh, well, that's good. But, uh, but yeah, it's it's great to be back in town for sure. So uh, you spent a lot of time in Chattanooga. You mm-hmm. you got some exposure over there, playing some of the the gigs over there. Did you have a couple of favorite places you you like to go? Yeah, uh, we started out at Westbound Bar. Um, that was really our first time playing live, and I'll always be thankful to him, Ray J down there, um, the manager there, for uh, giving us our first shot playing acoustic. And from there, we just kind of grew and uh, started playing bars like Clyde's down there, and we really enjoyed that as a mm-hmm. full band kind of atmosphere that's pretty cool you get that that local exposure and get a local following yeah 
So once you hit uh, national, you have all those people on they're, board with yeah, you. Yeah, already out. they're they're the OG Connor fans. Look at <laughs> so what do you call the the McCutcheons? What do you call them? We haven't come up with a, a name. name. <laughs> we haven't we haven't yet, but we'll figure it out. We'll all right, out. <laughs> work with Aaron's good at coming up with uh, crazy names, so she might come up. I'll with have that. a good name for you at Freedom Fest. All right, cool. <laughs> Don't even tell me. Just just say it over the intercom. I will. We'll, we'll introduce you. And, <laughs> we'll, yeah, and all day, whatever they are, whatever they are, whatever your point. people. <laughs> yes, yep. The believers of of Connor. So now, uh, right. just the other other day, you you were playing here in Nashville. What was that about? Yeah, it was for uh, Natalie Decker's 25th birthday party um, after the Xfinity NASCAR race. So it, it went super well. Crowd was awesome, and and we had a great time out there. Now, it, tell everybody who Natalie is. She is the only female NASCAR driver in the Xfinity race. So is that right? It's uh, yeah. yeah, she's super talented, and uh, it was really cool to be able to just be there. We opened up the night and got everything started. From that, everybody everybody took it the way the rest of the night. So that was where was it down at Johnny Cash's yes. place? Yeah, yep. down at Johnny Cash's downtown. Okay, so it was a it was a big celebration. She did great, and uh, we we're all there to all there for. Her. So she can go in there, and nobody's gonna mess with her. No, yeah, no, I'm NASCAR baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of intimidated by her. Don't tell her that, but. <laughs> That's great. Having something like that, you get a lot of great exposure Mm -hmm. uh, for that. And I know that we have a lot of interesting people checking you out. So we're seeing good things on that lineup. Yes, sir. Very good uh, things. And hopefully one of them's going to hit. So. I sure hope. We pray for it, and you just, just got to work for it and play as much as we can and yeah. keep the songs coming. That's right. Well, speaking of songs, you got one you can uh, hammer out for us? Yes, sir. Or a I'd, couple uh, of them? I've got this one. Yeah, so this song, uh, this song is called "Sober." It's my second song to ever come out. Came out in early January of this year, and for some reason, it's been the song that everybody gravitates to when we play live. We did. Yeah. I wrote this song with my buddy Hayden Hodge. He's actually here in Hendersonville. He played for us at the Palace the other oh, night. Yeah. Um, and he killed it. Phenomenal musician and writer. So uh, we co-wrote this back in early 2020, actually, when the world shut down. Somehow, he was in my apartment, and we wrote this. But this is called "Sober." Say all good things come to an end And here we are saying we'll just be friends It's never worked before, at least not between us But when you call me late at night, I can't help but Pick up the phone, tell you to come over Falling apart as you get closer You love it right now, but hey When it's over, you love it right now But not when you're sober Say anything I said to you But I didn't change the mood I'm sorry, I'm so sorry for that Oh, but I'll have to Say anything to break the news Time slipping and I'm so confused I'm sorry, I'm so sorry for that When you're here we always try to put the past behind us We both act like we won't get hurt this time Now we're on and off just like our clothes And you know we shouldn't do it but that's the way that it goes I haven't seen you in a while, but I know I will Pick up the phone, tell you to come over Falling apart as you get closer You love it right now, but hey, when it's over You love it right now, not when you're sober No, not when you're sober It ain't really your fault 
get caught up and like to pass the time And I'm not yours and you're not mine But when my phone lights up with your name I answer every time And I pick up the phone, tell you to come over Falling apart as you get closer You love it right now, but hey, when it's over You love it right now, not when you're sober When you're sober No, not when you're sober Ah, oh, there we go. Connor McCutcheon right there, sober. That's what you're listening to. You got to hear that at Freedom Fest, right? That is, yep. I don't okay. know when it'll be in the set, but it'll be there. <laughs> no, that's gonna that's gonna happen. Now you had uh, an, another song. Yes, you're working this, on. This is one we've only played it live once. And I've never played it on acoustic guitar before. Uh-oh. So um, I'll just play a verse and a chorus of this one. Okay, yeah. My uh, good buddy and I, Blake Bollinger, who's become a phenomenal friend, and he's an incredible producer, we, uh, we wrote this the other day, Just Us Two, and uh, this is called Drive. end up the same way that they did same old same nothing ever changing better than living that kind of life both seen a good thing grow cold when two worlds collide but then they let go so if we're gonna do this let's do it right Tonight, drive this heart like you stole it. Want this kiss like you own it. Turn every back road into streets that are golden. On this all night joyride, take this way past the red line. Burn up the sun with the want me in your eyes. As long as I'm next to you, don't give a damn where we're going. Put the pedal down and drive this heart like you stole it. Drive this hard like you stole it. Nice. It's called Drive. Drive. Mm-hmm. So how long did it take you to put that together? Uh, Blake and I got there, and uh, we actually had a scheduling conflict with two other riders. We were sitting there waiting, and then we, we contacted them. They're like, oh, my gosh, we had another ride on the same day. And we're like, all right, well, we can knock out a song. We can do it. Come on, we're good riders, <laughs> too. He just He's a phenomenal piano player. So uh, that song's actually made for piano. Mm-hmm. Um, but it had like, this real dramatic drive to it. And uh, he had this idea, and he was like, man, I was in the shower, which is where all great song ideas come. Absolutely. And uh, <laughs> he just explained the idea of, of you don't want to grow old in a relationship, and you want it to always be exciting. You want to love each other forever. So it's, you know, they say take the car and drive it like you stole it. So mm-hmm. it's like you stole my heart. Drive it like you stole it. I'll tell you, I'm fascinated with songwriters, how they, they're able to put these things together and take these stories. And that's why I think a lot of people are really attached to the music. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, because it's their life. Yeah. It really is, and it, it's super cool when you can write a song that connects with people, I mm-hmm. think, which is all the goal of all songwriters. But when you can write something that really resonates, and obviously those songs do well statistically, but also it's cool to think that these songs impact people. Sure. You know? and especially when it goes number one. Right, right. They we impact like a lot of people. So <laughs> We like that a lot. Yeah, they impact, that would impact me super. So I guess you have several appearances you're going to be working on here in the, in the mm-hmm. near future, and 
after you're done with the recording process, because you're you're pretty much tanked in on that, I mm. uh, got to get all that in the can and ready to go. You got some uh, appearances you're going to be doing around the area? Yes, we've got a couple shows downtown, and we we like to go back and play Chattanooga here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, we're excited about that, but I think the one that I'm most excited about in the near future is Freedom Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, there's gonna be a lot of people there. There's gonna be a lot of people. It's gonna be just a great environment and. It's just kind of a throwback because I I played that. I like I said I wanted to be. Oh, that's right! I forgot about that. You did. No, I really just wanted to be Justin Bieber. I (laughs) I still kind of do deep down, but. I played an Ed Sheeran song, I don't even remember what it was, like my sophomore, junior year of high school, and uh, it was horrific. It was horrible, but it was it was fun, and I don't think I've been more nervous for something in my life than when right. I stood up there on that stage, and everybody mm-hmm. was just staring at me, and uh, I think you could definitely tell in my performance, but I'm, I'm excited to come back and, and play this year. Um, I think everybody that's in the lineup is super talented. It'll, it'll be a great night. You'll have your second chance. Yes, yes. Okay. it'll be the comeback. It, 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 my chance to redeem myself. Wait a minute, you're famous now. <laughs> Hopefully nobody remembers me from that night. Hopefully they're just like, who's this? Yeah, I'd rather no. be who's this than that was that kid that sang Ed Sheeran. Right, right, right. You, know? you just got to get an English accent. Yeah, yeah, I've been working on it a little bit. I've okay. kind of been going towards my Keith Urban Australian accent. We'll try. But, yeah, but yeah. it's a little harder. It's, it's it harder is. to hone in on. Because yeah. <laughs> Keith, I mean, he has it. I mean, he just got that cool voice, and you just know when he speaks, he's there. Yeah, you know? he's just the, you know who it is. Got the formula for a star. You know, he's got a cool accent. He's good looking. He can yeah. shred guitar, and yeah. he's a phenomenal performer. It's yeah. like what else? I don't know. Maybe you can get him to come hang with you a little bit. Maybe I think maybe he'll be a surprise guest at Freedom Festival. You'll just have to come and check That's, it out. See, <laughs> with the the process that you're going through right now, and a lot of people think, well, you know, it just happens overnight. Mm-hmm. That's really not the case. No, if it if it did, it'd be. It'd be awesome, but yeah. there's something special about, like I've said, the process of all of it. You know, seeing a song go from an acoustic guitar half written to through all the process of creating, getting the musicians to play on it. Every song has changed so much from the moment you write it to when it comes out. That song's changed 50 times mm-hmm. and in little minute ways, but it's it's a cool process to be. One a part thing of I always seeing. question, especially you know when you got groups like the Stones and Kiss mm-hmm. and people like that are doing these same songs for 50 years. Yeah. Every night, yeah. Every they sing it. This you gotta love them songs. Oh, I'm you gotta you. love your songs. <laughs> you know, and, and a lot of artists said, "Well, I, you know, I just quit singing that song." But people want it. People mm-hmm. still love it. You know, and, and, and they want to hear it the same way that it was. Yep. And of course, you're going. I'm going to change it up. I'm bored with the way it was. I'm going to, you know, riff it, or I'm going to, you know, change the mm-hmm. something in it. It's got to be hard. Yeah. playing them over and over again. Yeah, that's why when I've been told, and I know it's true, is when you write a song and you, if you really think it'll go number one, you better like that song. You like you're going to be playing it for the rest of your life, <laughs> probably right. every night. You know. Yeah. So what has been some of your influences throughout the year, other other than Dad? You know, obviously, musically, Dad has been my biggest because he's just he plays piano a little bit, but yeah. Um, well, we got, no, I'd say my biggest. We my, got Kevin McCutcheon here, but that's who Dad is. We do. You know, big Kevin. Kevin's in the house. been around a little while here. He's got the Flight Solutions uh, right here in Sumner County and does a great job and does some uh, some pretty influential people. You're flying around all over the world, but uh, mm-hmm. glad to have you in. Well, thanks. For- yeah. Thanks for, but- thanks for making him. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thanks for making <laughs> Thank you for letting him be on the show. Yeah. You know. But and you don't have daddy issues, so. No, no. But uh, sneak peek. <laughs> I won't say much about two words daddy issues but just know that uh we got a song coming soon and it's it's something special but yeah. that's all i gotta say about it great well <laughs> but a musical influence i'd say back in the i'd always go back to john mayer mm-hmm. just a phenomenal writer phenomenal musician and uh, he's not even country music really he mm-hmm. kind of had the born to raise country music album kind of just musically and just talent wise he's just off the charts and then keith urban like i said i've spoke highly of him and yeah 
I've always looked up to him. You know, but having those influences like that, you know, is so important, I think, because it kind of molds you. It does. I mean, not do you want to sound like them, but you, you pick up certain nuances that they have, yeah. even in their songwriters, because certain mm-hmm. songwriters have a, a certain technique. But if you could tap into that, that it just meshes with you, I mean, that's just more success. Yeah, yeah. And there's definitely a pattern when it comes to songs that go huge and the writers that write them. It seems like this, a lot of times, it's the same group of writers that, like I talked about before, once you find your group of who you want to write with and you really mesh, and it's not only just like, I love these people, but it's also, I love the songs that we're writing. Mm-hmm. They tend to do super well. Well, it's definitely a process. We've got Freedom Festival coming up, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and you got to head out. you got to check Connor on stage uh, that night. I think they're working on the lineup now, but... Uh, we are. It'll be released, hopefully, by the end of the week. Okay. So we start off with Hendersville as talent. Yes. But then we, we jump into the lineup and take it all the way to fireworks all the way to the fireworks okay. come out and join us it's gonna so be a great should, time they should go out and and find their place on the lawn yes early. come early to get a good spot right right there center stage you can you can check connor out because mm-hmm. he's going to tear it up the I'll, fire, have a, I'll have a good name for you okay all right all right i'm banging <laughs> on it i'm not coming out until you still you know i got like you <laughs> the fire department will be there to put out the fire that stage is going to be so yes. hot there we know, go tears it up all right there we go so we've been talking to Connor McCutcheon, upcoming artist uh, and singer-songwriter. Got some great things in the in uh, in the works. We've got Aaron Morton here with the Hendersonville Chamber of Commerce, and we're looking forward to see everybody at Freedom Festival 2022. So that's going to wrap up this segment. I'm Jeff Shannon. We'll be back with more of Sumner County Spotlight. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. And welcome back to Summer County Spotlight. Uh, your host, Jeff Shannon. We're going to kind of uh, change wheels a little bit. And I ran into um, Nikki Swisher. Uh, at one of the chamber leads groups and we we got to talking and I came about this which I didn't know this was really a thing but it's called homebound meals uh, program it's just fascinating to me that they have this this service available and more people don't know about it and Nikki was able to reach out to, to Bill Walker and he decided to come on in uh, he's not singing for us today but uh, we <laughs> but I do appreciate you coming in glad to be here so Bill now you are the I'm the president. President of, of the, the program. Okay. Let's introduce yourself to everybody. Okay. Fill I'm, us in who you are. I'm Bill Walker. I've been, I've lived in Hendersonville for, oh goodness, 30 plus years. Well, you're only 30 now, so. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm retired. Uh, when I retired, I got, my wife was involved with homebound meals. She delivered meals to the clients and she suggested that it'd be a good thing for me to get into. Okay. So I started out uh, working in the kitchen and delivering meals, and one thing led to another, and the the board asked me to be a board member, and then that progressed into being president of the program. So they volunteered you to be president? They did. (laughs) So you didn't show up at that meeting? But I was in the room when it happened. Okay, okay, well, all right. Well, that's better not being there than finding out you. (laughs) No, that's fascinating. So tell us what history you have. What did you do before this? Okay. I work for the state, retired with 42 years of service. I've done volunteer work with the Hendersonville High School Band. Okay. I've umpired baseball at the park for many years. That was you. I knew that. 
kidding. (laughs) (laughs) And I also was the league director. One time they had a YMCA baseball league in Hendersonville, and I was director of that for for about two or three years. Wow. So you're working with Andy over there at the parks? I know Andy very well. Yeah, everybody does. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's everywhere. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, great program they have over there. And so you got involved in this, and so you've been president for how long now? This will be my fourth year. How did the Homebound Meals program begin? A little, little okay. history on that. The program started in 1982. It was originally under the Community Pastors Association. And we started out with 17 clients. As the program grew, they felt like they weren't capable of of handling the expansion in the program. So Mid-Cumberland Human Resources came in and partnered with us. And now we are at 150 clients budgeted for and serving five days a week, 52 weeks a year. Wow. As a nonprofit, how are you raising funds? Our funding is through donations uh-huh. from people that are sincerely interested in the program. Uh, we also receive grant from local churches and, and foundations around the area, and we have fundraisers as okay. well. All right. Yeah, we'll talk about some of them coming up. But yeah, the, you know, the grant process, they still make you jump through hoops. I mean, it's not they an do. easy process. So you, they make you, I guess, work for it. <laughs> they do. You, yeah. you really have to specify what you're going to use the funds for, what your mission is. And that changes every year. I mean, you got to come back. You have to, if you want to apply for the grant again, you got to go through the whole process. Even though they know you, you know, they want to know what's new, I guess. It does. And uh, we are fortunate in that a large portion of our budget goes toward the purchase of the food to prepare the meals. About 97% of our budget goes toward that. So now you have a a facility, a building that you have? Yes, the community church in Hendersonville okay. donates the office the and the kitchen as well as any meeting space that we may need for the program. Well, that, that's awful nice of them. <laughs> yes, that, it is. That, that's very do, nice. Do you like pay them a rent or something? Uh, we have started donating yeah. back to them to help them out with their different missions that they have through the church. So what what would it actually cost? I mean, if you had to break it down, you know, you got 100, 150 meals every single day. Right. And you're doing that five days a week for the entire year. Mm-hmm. So the cost to serve just one individual is, what does that figure? Yeah, it's uh, roughly $5 okay. per meal okay. for a client. So $1,300 plus dollars per client every year. Right. Wow. Okay. Our budget right now is around $180,000. Okay. You, you got to get on that fundraising. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, <know>? we do. <laughs> well, it, you know, people, you know, you can help out. And if you head over to Hendersonville, HB, as in Bravo, M Mike org, so hville homebound meals program.org and they have a whole website out there you can see all the events uh, some past things they've done they've done motorcycle rides pancake breakfasts uh, i guess you have to get real creative we you do know, coming up with different the things for people to attend we do we have monthly events that are called our spirit nights and then we have our major events such as motorcycle ride and pancake breakfast. Okay. What would be the, I guess, the population you would serve? What makes them qualify for this? Okay. Mid-Cumberland works with this on going out to new clients and doing assessments to see if they qualify for the program. Mm-hmm. 
most of our client base is over 60. The guidelines are their health and their environment. Their financial situation really isn't taken into consideration, nor if they have the means to drive a vehicle. Yeah, because there's some some people, I mean, you can live in a big old mansion up there, but you can't get out of there. That's true. <laughs> and that's you can't do things for any specific reason. That's true. And and the meal, we emphasize the meal is just a key for the volunteer to gain access to the home and become a friend to that client. Mm-hmm. Because most of our clients, especially during COVID, didn't have any, any action with sure. people. No, absolutely. And and so that gives them to build a, a friendship with them. During the course of the conversation, some concerns come up that the client may have relating to health or environment. Then we can act as a bridge to convey those to the extended family so okay. they can deal with those issues. Now, I thought it was pretty interesting that you can, you can actually get somebody to qualify even if they're going through like a chemotherapy kind of situation and unable to actually prepare a meal. That's correct. Uh, uh, we, okay. we recognize that there, that there are people out there going through hard times with health issues and need those meals and we're perfectly willing to assist with that. Sure. And I guess after a while, the, the drivers, I guess, become friends with them. So they they'll do. actually hang out with them a longer period of time, which you kind of get that bond and that, that trust going on. So that, I think that's kind of unique. They do. And uh, they almost become like family in a lot of cases. If something happens, they'll sometimes they'll call up the volunteer and say, ask if we can help with that. Mm-hmm. And we've had volunteers go into homes and help with plumbing issues, electrical issues issues okay uh, some people fall on hard times and and need a little help financially uh, the volunteers have stepped up and and done that as well well I think you know you're going through situations like that and actually it's therapy to just be able to talk to somebody it is you know I think that's so important and they might reveal something that may be of concern sure that they need to relate to the family or, or what I guess but that's right they could have uh, an ailment that they haven't even conveyed to the family mm-hmm. or there could be something going on environment wise maybe with their heating or cooling unit or plumbing mm-hmm. that, and we can pass that information along yeah so I, I think it's a great service and why I haven't heard of this <laughs> but now I have and that's the yes. great thing about doing this show is we, I get to meet a lot of uh, great people that are doing such great nonprofit work here in Sumner County and there's some great organizations and we're adding this to the list because right. I, I think people just need to know about this and you, you know you're you're serving all of what what would be your service area now I'm talking about that right now we're delivering meals up into the edge of Gallatin, okay. uh, the area of Hendersonville and surrounding area, okay. and up into uh, the city of White House. If somebody wanted to get information about the program or to sign up, would they just oh, go to the website, get a phone number, and, and call in? Call you know? our office. Okay. And there'll be somebody there, and the yes. number is? Yeah. 615-824-0811. Okay. You know, this program seems pretty simple. I mean, it's not very complicated. It seems like an easy process, and why more people wouldn't take advantage of that. But I would think, you know, going through the qualification process, I mean, you have to be pretty a stickler on the requirements because, you know, you'll have a bunch of people just trying to get free stuff. 
Well, and that's where Mid Cumberland assists us, the, and okay. they they have a, a long history in doing those assessments, and and we rely with on them heavily in the assessment area and and deciding where the uh, client is qualified for the program. Sure, and and then once they get qualified, then I guess you would talk scheduling and when they need the service and that's yeah, right. We like that. we uh, start preparing the meals at around eight thirty in the morning, and then around nine thirty ten o'clock, the volunteers that do the delivery come in mm-hmm. to pick up their route and to go out and deliver to the clients. Sure. Now, what kind of uh, meals are you talking about? Uh, it's a nutritional meal. It'll be a, kind of a meat in two type situation. Okay. All right. So the, and they get a dessert and a, and a milk with that. Just give me a milkshake and some ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would not work very good. So you're getting this food in bulk, I would assume. You're not just getting little uh, little Kroger runs. You're getting some heavy-duty stuff. Our, our food is delivered each morning in between 7 and 7.30, and it's uh, we purchased that through a catering company that has a contract with Mid-Cumberland. Okay. Yeah, so they're getting it prepared professionally. It's just not a couple people, you know, slapping some eggs on the grill back there. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Now, I found it interesting. Now, the drivers, this, this gets pretty sophisticated. The drivers actually have an app that they, they can use on their phone, and they get their route instructions, and I guess there's other things they can you know, learn on there as well. Yes, uh, there is an app provided to the volunteer drivers that gives them all the client information that they need. It will also give them driving instructions. It's got GPS built into that. So that's crazy. take them straight to the house. Yeah. Well, it's like Lyft and Uber drivers. You know, you, once you log into your app, it kind of takes you right there, tells you how long it's going to be before you're there. And, yep. you know, you can follow on the map and, you know, things like that. But yeah. uh, so it's a great service that that you all are doing there. Uh, we're going to take a, a, just a quick break and come back and talk about some fundraising things, some events you have coming up uh, and just other items uh, of interest. And we're, we'll find out more. We're talking with Bill Walker with the Homebound Meals Program right here in Hendersonville. Stick around. We're going to be talking more right after this on Sumner County Spotlight. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. All right, we're back with uh, this edition of Summer County Spotlight, continuing our conversation with Bill Walker, and he's the president of the uh, Hendersonville Homebound Meals Program. You know, I guess you guys have been around for quite a while. What are you celebrating? Yes, we have. This is our 40th year of the program, and since it is a big year for us uh, in our history, Mm -hmm. we are looking to kind of look at our bigger events see what we can do to improve mm-hmm. and our first event coming up is our motorcycle ride so what's uh, the details about that because okay. people love to ride yes our motorcycle ride will be take place on august the 6th and it will start at tw hunter middle school you can register in advance or you can register the day of at okay. the site the fee to ride is twenty dollars for for the rider and 15 for a passenger. This year, we're going, we've changed the ride route to where it'll be more of a scenic countryside type 
campground. It'll be for about two hours. There'll be a break in the middle where they can stop and take a rest break, get something to drink. And then we'll end up at uh, Hendersonville Church of Christ where there'll be a home-cooked meal and door prizes. We love door prizes. Yes. <laughs> you know, that's pretty great. But, uh, you know, these events are, are just a lot of fun, and they're really helping out a great cause. And I think that's what a lot of people love to do. Middle Tennessee comes together, and I, I'm becoming a broken record because on this program I always talk about how great our Middle Tennessee folks are and how they come to help. And they jump on a cause. And when you have something like this where you have people that really need the help, really didn't even know this kind of a situation was out there or mm-hmm. service was available, That's I great. think is, is commendable. Program, of course, has to be funded. And yes. things like the motorcycle ride and what are some of the other things you've, you've done in yeah. the past? Okay, we also have our annual pancake breakfast silent auction. Okay. That is the third week, third Saturday in October. Okay. And that for a person will pay a, a ticket fee of $5 to go to a, pan, a pancake breakfast. It's all you can eat. And then we have a silent auction, a very large silent auction. Nice. That's good. Uh, it, sometimes it's hard to get that. good items like that. But uh, if you oh, can yeah. get a large one like that, that's spread it around. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of people come just for the silent auction. Sure. And my wife is the uh, silent auction queen. She does. She, <laughs> I'm telling you, you got to have a, a got to have a, a vibe when it comes to those things. And she just cues in on them. And she, she's got some great deals, you know, in yeah. the past. So now you have a not really a staff. You have volunteers that that they right. come in, they drive, and and they just give of their time to help people out. And, and Nikki, you're also a, a driver, and you've got some experience in this level. Yes, absolutely. And the funny thing is, is I found out about it from my friend, Butch Czar, because we worked on another nonprofit together. And he's like, hey, you should, you know, try to do this. So my husband and I both signed up to be drivers and we kind of use it as a date day. <laughs> we we pick up our meals at yeah. 945 and we go and deliver our route and we just love our clients. I mean, we get to know them. It's really a great time the last lady that we service on our route i usually end up spending like 15 or 20 minutes there because she is so interesting and she is just so precious she's just a a sweet southern lady and i just love speaking with her and she'll take me around her house and show me different things and she is just precious and you know then we have another client that she says, you know, you're the only person I see all day. We watch a few minutes of The Price is Right, and you pet the dog and the cat and <laughs> talk to her for a few minutes and, you know, find out how did your doctor's appointment go, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really great. My husband, he, he loves driving me, so we have that little app because it just... I don't get to tell him where to go. The app tells him where sure. to go, so it works out great. This past Valentine's Day, my husband and I, we got uh, little bags, and we handmade little Valentine's bags and put little treats in them and handed them out to our clients. And that was just you know, so much fun. It's a lot of, you get a lot out of it. I firmly believe that to who much has been given, much is expected. So that's why we continue to do that. We take our little picture when we're done Uh of us in the car. We say we just finished our 
meals on wheels route and now we're headed to lunch and a lot of people say oh we look forward to seeing these posts every week and actually that has actually brought in some more volunteers my friend Joyce she's like you know what I want to get involved in that and so now she has a route she delivered her first route yesterday so just by seeing our Facebook post about how much we love it and how much we get out of it that brings more volunteers in and I strongly encourage you if you have any time and it only takes about an hour to two hours to for your whole day Mm -hmm. and you get a, a whole lot out of it and it can fit your schedule sure well that's interesting and you could and help people out and uh, do a do a nice thing for the community you know i think the experiences that you get the people that you meet and the fact that you can feel good about helping somebody and especially if they just need somebody to talk to i think that's you know mm-hmm. fascinating and it's pretty easy to do so if they wanted to volunteer they just go to the website give you guys a call look for homebound meals program and it'll pop up and you know social media mm-hmm. in the search engines and things like that and then they can volunteer and uh, what are the requirements they would have to do for that i mean they have to have a driver's license i would hope yeah <laughs> you, you need a driver's license and you need to fill out a form the form is online or you can call the office they can help you with that mm-hmm. and you go through a background check that's what i was going to ask next yes because i know she's going to be making sure that happens so (laughs) (laughs) so and it's good and and you know so don't feel that you're too old or you know too young i mean it's we we have some parents that when their kids are out of school they will bring their kids because they want to get them in the habit of doing volunteer work no that's great you know, but you got this organization, and so it's just not you running it. You have a board of directors? We have a board. Uh, the board is six, uh, 16 people from the community, and they just make all the decisions relating, relating to budget mm-hmm. and to events that we have during the year. So the meal, the, the meal money that's collected... You know, for your, for your donations and things like that, they go strictly to providing and buying those meals. That's correct. We have a 97% goes towards the purchase of the food. There is a 3% that yeah. very minimal that is used for operational right, expenses. Right. So you have 16 people on this board. Yes. So how do you keep them in line? Because you know what happens. You get <laughs> patience. Patience. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Do you want to give a shout out to any of them? Well, Susan Sweeney is okay. our person that's in charge of the motorcycle ride. Mm-hmm. She's very busy right now. Yes, yeah. Uh, we've got several people that work with Pancake Breakfast. Jay Rolf is our treasurer, and everybody plays a part. Yeah. Well, it's good. It, well, it's really impressive that you actually get the board to actually participate in some of the activities. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's not just a title only. Yes. You have to get out and, and yeah. do something. And if you're at the 4th of July celebration, we will have a tent, a booth there. Walk up and ask us questions. So you're gonna, are you going to be at Freedom Fest on yes. July 3rd? Yes. Now, what about, are you going to be in Gallatin? No, just Because there's on 4th, yeah. Yeah. Kind of jump back and forth but yeah the yeah. third so that's gonna be great it's gonna be a great a uh, lot of activity a lot of people to reach out there at freedom fest so we can we can definitely have people come by and you'll have brochures and things that people can pick up yes and uh if anybody's interested in volunteering they can certainly stop we will take their name and <laughs> and phone number and pass it along to the office so yeah. that they can be contacted yeah. and and guided through the process that's that's gonna be great yeah you're gonna have a big audience there for real so yeah so 
the, the, the website again is hendersonvillehbmp.org, uh, or you can just give them a call at 615-824-0811. It's pretty easy. And look, just help out. Little yeah. amount of your time, and you're really going to help out uh, a, a lot of folks right there. So I think it's uh, pretty incredible that this, this is out there. And it's so easy to do. It just seems mm-hmm. very uncomplicated. Get your ride, go by, pick mm-hmm. it up, and take it out. Yeah, the, the schedule as far as the commitment of the volunteer is very flexible. We do that on purpose so anybody can participate in the program to be a volunteer. We have volunteers that deliver once a month. We have some that deliver twice a month, some that deliver two days a week, some that deliver three or four days oh, okay. a week. So as little or, or as much as you want to. That's right. Okay. And if they have vacation scheduled or other commitments, we certainly understand that and work to fill that gap. So now, are they getting meals just once a day? Once a day. And can they pick, say, I'd rather have lunch or no. dinner or, or it's, it's all delivered uh, in the morning? It's delivered around lunchtime. Okay. All right. So then they, yeah. they'll have that. Yes. Well, some people might not even have one meal a day. That's true. And we, uh, I would like to say that we have, let's say, inclement weather situations mm-hmm. where our electricity goes out or uh, we don't get food for that day for some reason, then we provide them with a box of emergency meals okay. that is canned goods that they can put on the shelf. That way, if we can't get to them, mm-hmm. they still have a meal that day. Well, I mean, you have a lot of uh, activities going on. It looks like you got uh, some great folks down there helping you with this. Uh, getting the advice uh, that you need and you know I think it's just something that people it has to touch their heart and this really does because you're going to have individuals that really can't get out you know whether it just be a temporary thing or you know permanent situation but the chemotherapy thing I I would never think that that would be something that people would need yes but it's great that you're doing that yeah it uh, we we serve uh, a lot of people that go in for hospital stays and then the 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 hospital or the doctor will say you're ready to go home they may be ready to go home but they they're not healthy enough to physically prepare a meal sure and a lot of times in chemotherapy your stomach's not feeling too good anyway so you might not want to be looking at food at that particular moment (laughs) that's right yeah that's right um so we got the motorcycle ride coming out they can go online sign up for that Mm -hmm. pretty reasonable 20 bucks a a ride and then 15 for a passenger if you're going to bring one if you have a a sidecar throw a bunch of folks in there (laughs) that will fit legally Uh, then uh, you know it's going to be a a great time it's going to be a great route and I think uh, Biker's former Harley guy here I I love doing the rides yes I mean you got a a structured ride instead of you Mm -hmm. know people just going crazy and then you have a stopping point I think it's a great uh, you know networking kind of situation it's a great fellowship kind of situation and you just kind of learn about other people and we love talking about our bikes yes and we love showing off the chrome that's That's right (laughs) (laughs) gotta have the chrome on that (laughs) well and we also have some really great prizes Um, good cycle gear and rivergate donated a riding jacket that's valued at 159 dollars and then we they also donated some riding gloves that are valued at ninety nine dollars. Mm-hmm. And just for the price of twenty dollars to be able to ride in the the thing, you're gonna get a, a ticket to just get your name drawn out. Sure. And that would be those are fabulous prizes. And then also we have the infamous banana pudding that's gonna be served at the lunch. Wait, a uh, minute. wait you, you said you said my keyword right there, banana pudding. Yes. 
It okay. is uh, very well known. <laughs> it's our funny. our cook David Swanger, who heads up the meal, makes a great banana pudding, and everybody looks forward to that when they at the meal. Well, I'm already looking forward to it. I can see your mouth water. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> so we have a lot of things that, that we're going to be doing down here at the uh, at your organization. Well, is there anything else uh, coming up you want to let everybody know about? Well, uh, you I have. Would urge people to look at our Facebook page mm-hmm. or our website okay. about our upcoming spirit nights. We have one each month, as well as our pancake breakfast silent auction in October. And where are those going to be held at? Where? The pancake breakfast silent auction is going to be held at Hendersonville High School. Oh, all right. So this is big time now. Yeah. <laughs> Is Mr. Cotter going to be over there? He will. Oh, he you know attends. It? Yes, he does. <laughs> He's great. Now, you just had an event here but this past week that you did. Oh, yes. That was our spirit night, and that was at Baskin and Robbins. They had the event from noon to 7. Good. For, for anybody that came in and made a purchase, they gave the program 15% of that purchase. See, see, the community comes together. I mean, it's a great thing. Look, we're talking with Bill Walker here, and he's the president of the Hendersonville Homebound Meals Program right here in Hendersonville. And Nikki Swisher came in uh, as well, so we appreciate you giving a little perspective from the rider side or the driver side. And it's a great thing you all are doing, so check them out. Uh, They need volunteers. Uh, Phone number 615-824-0811, and they'll be glad to talk to you and get more information. So that's going to wrap it up for this edition of Summer County Spotlight with your host Jeff Shannon. We'll see you next week right here for more of Sumner County Spotlight. Sumner County Spotlight on 100.7 WHIN 1010 AM has been brought to you exclusively by FNM Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. Whether you need personal banking, banking for your business, a home mortgage, or considering refinancing your home, FNM Bank will provide you with excellent service right here in Sumner County. Visit them today at myfmbank.com. Sumner County Spotlight will return next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Thanks for listening.